so sorry I left you hanging for not one but two weeks it has been it's been a it's been a lot the last few weeks but I have a a new Starbucks cup right here uh rose gold gorgeous holiday cup I am obsessed with these things oh my god they are half off right now I think so all of my collectors some ASMR for Anyway, um, yes, so these little things make me so damn happy. So if a sparkly cup makes your day better, then buy it. <laughs> That's my PSA message to you today. And I'm drinking um, this canned Japanese milk tea that is for sale here. I'm pretty sure you could probably get it anywhere or at a specialty store they're fairly cheap but it's like a very popular Japanese brand that you can purchase in Japan and obviously at a specialty store I've been on the hunt for the perfect milk tea I was really excited last week because I got one of those little boba kits I was craving boba and I felt so bad because my boyfriend took me to the boba place here and for whatever reason it was closed on the one day I was craving it and I found this little kit and it was disgusting so um, we discovered like these little cans in the um, Asian section of the supermarket here and they're actually pretty dang good they pack some caffeine and um, so I have it in my little fun cup and that made my day today so i am back i'm sporting a little bit unglamorous merch i am really excited because i have an embroidered sweater coming if you haven't checked out my merch the link is always in the bio it is really good quality i will have um i actually have photos of my actual merch this one that i'm wearing was like a prototype that i got done at the mall for my mom and i but my merch is a million times better than this honestly and so i have photos of that in my store that's linked in my bio if you ever want to check that out i promise it's great quality and i love repping stuff like that so last week last week I was so sick oh my god I don't know if it was the flu I know um, one of our friends had RSV a few weeks ago and we had so many people over on Thanksgiving but it's been quite a bit of time since then that I don't think it's related and my boyfriend just came back from Japan so I don't know if just the flight him coming back he was a little bit sick and then I got a lot of bit sick so sick I didn't leave bed for three days I I couldn't even walk down the stairs I had zero energy so if I'm a little sniffly that's why um, but I took the last two weeks off I've been a little depressy if we're being honest um, apparently seasonal depression is a thing around the holidays for a lot of people it has never hit me before in my life so you know 
it is what it is, but we're dealing with it and we got our, our happy cup, so. I have a lot of pop culture stuff to go over and I am very excited. So we're gonna get into it. Usually I have so many life updates and all that jazz, but I was going through my notes right before filming and I realized there's so many things, obviously, because I took some time off and we're gonna get right into it. So first of all, I wanna wish a belated happy birthday to my queen, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Um, my boyfriend also had a birthday, sorry love, but Queen Taylor Swift was named Time Magazine's Person of the Year, and she's on the cover looking amazing and has her cat, I believe, Benjamin Button, around her shoulders, and it's the cutest thing. I read the article. It's quite a long, it was quite a long article. I mean, I've she's the cover right so so I imagine it would be but I read the whole thing early in the morning when it came out um, online and it was a very well written article and I just want to note that first of all I want to know how much cat hair they had to photoshop off of her for that cover photo because <laughs> she looked flawless amazing two second our queen, Taylor Swift, is named Person of the Year, uses this opportunity to once again drag Kim Kardashian by name, full name, first and last, in this article re relating to her incident with her and the, the infamous phone call and whoever leaked the non-edited one and I thought that was really funny. The best quote of the entire article was when Taylor said, the trash takes itself out every time, and that's my new motto in life. Also, when she finally dropped her song, You're Losing Me, on streaming platforms, I'm pretty sure I was one of the first people to know because I've been waiting for that song to be on Spotify since she dropped it at um what was it six months ago my favorite song i don't know if it is a <laughs> strange coincidence but my two favorite taylor swift songs are the saddest songs possible that i have i cannot relate to it all i'm perfectly i mean for the most part happy in a great place in my relationship and my favorite song is you're losing me and right where you left me i could play right where you left me over and over and over and over again and just put myself in the saddest state just imagining being that person even though i can't relate to it all but i was so stoked when she added that to streaming platforms my day was made. I was listening to it over and over and over and over again. And then Jack Antonoff drops a bomb on Instagram and everybody is losing their damn minds because he puts on his Instagram stories a photo of Taylor Swift. It's her in her kitchen doing something seemingly monotonous. I believe she is cutting something and there's a bottle of... Um, rosé in the background and 
Jack Antonoff says that that photo was taken the same day that they wrote that song on December 5th, 2021. And everybody goes crazy because the song is so sad. Obviously, it's a breakup song. Obviously, it draws inspiration from her relationship at that time with Joe. And at that time, they had publicly not come out as having any sort of issues or had been broken up. Nothing like that. So everybody is going crazy. And first of all, he knew exactly what he was doing when he said that. He knew everybody would lose their minds and it was definitely something that was a calculated move. Rewind to when she dropped Midnight's last October. You cannot convince me that that's not a breakup album. The second I listened to it when it released, I knew it was a breakup album. There's no way she couldn't draw inspiration from her own life for all of those sad lyrics and at the time people thought her and Joe were doing great and fine and blah 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 and now I feel like they've been broken up that entire time and managed it to keep it under wraps. I will die on that hill. Midnight's is a breakup album. So speaking of Taylor Swift rumors, I know there's tons of stuff going on right now about her and Travis and yada yada and I'm not going to speculate but as always I'm really excited for our girl and I know her publicist whose name is Tree Pain which I think is so funny because of the rapper T-Pain. <laughs> so there's a popular celebrity gossip account I'm sure you've heard of, everyone has heard of, it's called Dumois and it is on Instagram and it's highly fueled by viewer tips so if somebody sees a celebrity out and about they'll write in and say oh i saw this celebrity going to dinner with so-and-so hot gossip or whatever and she'll report on it so it's not very fact based a lot of it is gossip and rumor and it's supposed to be or was supposed to be all for the fun of it like i consider this podcast to be celebrity gossip but never in a way that is outlandish and meant to like defame people and hurt people. I only talk about things that is generally known about, confirmed, already out there, and if it's super heavy, I don't ever try to dwell on that. But Tree Pain came after Dumois a few weeks ago because she posted some sort of blind tip on her account about Taylor, a couple of them actually, um, two really heavy ones speculating on her personal life, one um, claiming that her and Joe had a secret wedding ceremony or something outrageous but it wasn't legally bound or something ridiculous and second taking it a step further regarding her song you're losing me which is a breakup song alluding to the fact that it was about an unborn child which makes it so much more like out of con control crazy none of this is based on any sort of facts and it is the type of mean speculation that is very harmful, hurtful, especially since Tay's doing great, amazing, moved on. 
who the fuck cares what happened with that guy it's in the past but she came out and squashed those rumors and it's very interesting because there has been a lot of stuff obviously throughout the years about her she's in the spotlight she's at the height of her fame so of course there are rumors people love to speculate and now that she's out and about a lot more at all of the kansas city chief games people are going crazy about anything they can possibly get their hands on in the gossip world about taylor swift but her publicist came out about those specific items from dumois and slammed them hard which is very interesting because the last time she did that was about the Kim K Kanye West situation, I believe. So I found that very interesting because it's very rare, especially when you're a celebrity of that caliber, usually the best course of action is to just ignore all the rumors. Generally, statements aren't made about every such little thing because they're so ridiculous. Um, and Taylor has been really tight-lipped about all of the crazy speculation that's been going uh, on with her so I do find it interesting that her publicist did come out and specifically squash this specific claim in any case I think it's like such bad taste to stir the pot bring stuff like that up when she's clearly 100% happy and moved on it's just bad taste 100% of the time and when you have a platform of 2 million plus people and you're putting out these unfact-checked, baseless claims. It is really hurtful. It's dangerous, even. And I think that there should be some sort of accountability um, or repercussions for things like that. Side note: I love that Taylor. I've said this before. I love she's out and about. I love seeing photos of her out and about. Of course after the fact i hate that she has to deal with people swarming her and all of that but you know that comes with fame and she recognizes that i love that she um has come out and said she this is a life she's prayed for so she'll never um act ungrateful and even though it gets chaotic and she's also said she's no longer gonna be in hiding she has to live her life and i love to see it i love her street style I wish I could afford a lot of it, but I want to know, I need to know, and I know her red lip is the Pat McGrath Elson 4, but I need to know how she goes to dinner and eats with this red lip and then comes out looking flawless. Does she touch it up? Because, <laughs> I mean, I've, I own the same lip as her. That is a phenomenal red lip. Amazing. Um, I would trust it as well um, for long durations but any red lip and eating food oh my god it is a nightmare so does she wear the same red lip every single day I need she's always in a red lip and I love it but is it just me that I love to try different stuff and I just can't help it but nothing stays nothing stays i'm sorry if you're having if she's going to carbone and all these italian restaurants nothing is going to make that red lip stay if you're having an oily pasta <laughs> macaulay culkin i haven't 
seen him in forever but i love his relationship with brenda song i think they're so cute he got a star on the hollywood walk of fame and i saw online so he gave a little speech and it was earlier in december and brenda was there i believe they have two children together i am not sure if they are married i think there was speculation that maybe they privately did they've always been a pretty private couple and just seeing them interact uh, makes you really believe in love and i know before they met he was not looking good in the news he was um i think he was open about his drug addiction and he was looking very rough and i believe he credits her to coming out the other side and he just looks so happy I thought the whole speech was so heartwarming and I thought it was just the perfect ending. He said, in light of the holidays, I'll say one last thing, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And I love them. In other news, the Catholic Church has a beef with Sabrina Carpenter. <laughs> and so her video, Feather, which is a song that I believe was written years ago. So Sabrina Carpenter, Personally, I thought she was a newer artist, but apparently she's been around for quite a long time. She was a Disney Channel star, and she, I believe she also starred in the spinoff of Boy Meets World called Girl Meets World, so she was the girl growing up, and so she's had this singing career, I believe, for seven years now, and she gained a lot of fame and notoriety obviously because she's opening for taylor swift now on her international leg of the tour that's personally how i know her i'm really jealous that she was not opening at the concert i was at because i'm a big fan she came out with a christmas album this year too called fruitcake and i thought it was marketing genius that she changed around the lyrics to her hit song the song she changed around was nonsense and she did a christmas version which i thought was so cute i believe she's been singing it all december long and i know there was also um some talk because at the jingle was it the jingle ball i believe so it was a christmas concert so at the concert sabrina carpenter played her song liked a boy or because i liked a boy and then directly after, I believe, Olivia Rodrigo played Driver's License, which if you aren't familiar with that uh, drama, it the songs are about one another, about this boy that they both incidentally both dated. Anyway, I digress. Looping back to Sabrina Carpenter, love her. That whole thing fascinates me as well. I did a, <laughs> I was talking about it previously on another podcast episode but it is very interesting that taylor invited her to open for her international leg of the tour when she was all about olivia rodrigo just a few months prior very very interesting however the catholic church is very mad at sabrina carpenter for filming her latest music video feather in a church um in one of their churches and she kind of i watched the video so she's dressed in a very madonna fashion um and madonna did a lot of a lot of things that pissed off the church i think she lit um crosses on fire and stuff at one point didn't she dancing very seductively around crosses and i'm pretty sure that pissed off the church also but sabrina carpenter didn't do anything half that bad so she in the beginning of the music video she drives up in 
what is it the big limo with her all black like madonna-esque lace outfit and she's kind of dancing outside of the church and then she's in it and they have like um big coffins and you know she's obviously singing about being led as a feather and glad that this guy is out of her life and the music video is not that bad i just think it's you know the way she's dressed and obviously some of the props i was expecting her for all of the outlandish stuff that i saw i was honestly expecting her to be like humping jesus or something like that but none of that happened um i thought it was really funny because there's reporters that keep trying to get clips of her um saying what she thinks about it i think she was clipped saying um you know obviously they got permission from the church to film it saving her ass of course and uh also jesus was a carpenter and i love that um but another news person and another news person on the red carpet tried to interview her and said what do you think about scandalizing the the catholic church and she just goes gotta go girl gotta go and she she (laughs) scurries away and i thought that was that's gonna be how i address anything i don't want to answer for now until um until further notice This isn't exactly pop culture related, but if you don't know, I am a huge murder mystery fan. I'm all about um, Bailey Syrian's Murder Mystery and Makeup Monday, and I religiously, I haven't in a while, I'm big on podcasts right now, but for some reason I haven't been listening to my tried and true crime junkie. I'm obsessed. Um, And I heard of this case forever ago it's the gypsy rose blanchard case and if you're not familiar with it basically gypsy rose blanchard was this young girl um very young at the time and she had a mother her name was Dee Dee, and um Dee Dee basically um had munchausen by proxy disorder and she treated Gypsy Rose like she was a terminally ill cancer patient. She told she told people she was very ill, had things like leukemia. I was constantly taking her to the doctor, um, putting her on medication she didn't need. Um, very much child abuse, crazy, crazy. The story is wild. I recommend you looking into it because I guarantee I'm not giving it any justice right now. But so gypsy rose meets this man online don't we all she meets her boyfriend on myspace or facebook something like that and they decide that gypsy rose wants to run off with this boy they're in love and her mother will never allow that her mom wouldn't allow her to speak to people her mom i believe even lied about her age for the longest time gypsy rose thought she was actually a lot younger than she really was and so they decide the only way they can go and live their life is they're gonna give the mom the they're gonna kill her So they devised this plan um, and the boyfriend goes into the house, Gypsy Rose I believe leaves the door unlocked and um, tells him to basically kill her and he ends up stabbing her to death and then running off and Gypsy Rose is found guilty along with him. I believe he got a life sentence 
And she is being released from prison on December 28th this year, right after Christmas, in a few weeks. What, two weeks? So Gypsy Rose has served 85% of her 10-year sentence. They're letting her free. Um, The boyfriends, her and the boyfriend are not together anymore, I believe. So I wonder how he feels about now being in jail for the rest of his life for supposedly this woman, he, this girl that he loved so much and they broke up. I believe they interviewed him a few years ago saying um, that that time in his life was the best time in his life ever. I wonder how he thinks about it now. But anyway, I want to see that interview. Speaking of interviews, remember, this is a complete, this is like a complete ADHD moment. Remember when Britney Spears said she was going to be interviewed by uh, Ulta, Oprah, and that never happened? I know she wrote the book, but I want to see that interview. And I, oh my gosh, I love watching, um, I love watching Unsolved Mysteries, but like the old ones, like the Robert Stack, like season one, but I hate All of them have updates, and all the updates are saying, caught, served his time, released. And it's crazy to me. I mean, I guess, like, it makes sense, like, served their time, release them, whatever. But damn. Anyway, looping it back, um, I was talking about Amanda Bynes a while ago, and she announced she was starting a new podcast so since then the podcast was released she filmed one episode and she has a co-host his name is paul siminski i had never heard of him before but i thought it was really interesting because the way she spoke of him was as if like he was a well-known figure um but they did a podcast episode together they had a third woman on it that they interviewed i cannot recall who she is or was and was she's not dead but I cannot I don't know who she is um but I know the biggest critique of the podcast was everybody Amanda Bynes was this big star and obviously has been through a lot of things the last few years people wanted to hear from Amanda she was interviewing this other person And I did not watch the entire episode or listen to the entire episode, but the vibe that I got was she very much did less of the speaking and let her co-host take over most of the episode, interjecting a bit. But the episode is on Spotify, and from what I saw, it seemed to be very widely received. People seemed to like it, although they said, love the podcast, although it's hard to focus on you interviewing this other person when Amanda is the huge star that everybody wants to know about. And so as soon as the episode was filmed and released, she has she started a new Instagram and I follow it because she gives updates on her podcast. And last week she posted not even last week, probably just a few days ago, she posted an Instagram video saying that she was halting the podcast after one episode because they weren't getting the types of people they wanted interviewed on the show. Um, 
like she wanted Drake and huge big names, um, which makes sense. Like every podcast wants, you know, big name people on it to, to grab more of an audience. However, I thought it was interesting because she had claimed to be halting the pod which by the way right before I started filming I saw on her Instagram firsthand that she retracted that and posted another video saying that filming the podcast makes her so happy which good I'm glad she's really happy and she's finally doing something um you know productive filming this podcast podcast Filming this podcast makes me so happy and makes me feel productive and like I'm doing something. And she acknowledged, yeah, like audience takes time to build. Obviously, you got to start somewhere. I feel ya. I don't have a huge audience, but you know what? You got to keep going with it. So I'm glad she's going to keep filming the podcast. We'll see. She said she has some exciting people lined up to be interviewed. And I'm going to start listening to it. I love Amanda. I always want the best for her. And so I'm interested to see where it goes. However, people were quick to slam her co-host. So as quick as the podcast launch, allegedly his ex-roommate, a woman, she came out on social media saying that this person who I have, I personally have not looked up anything about him. I don't know anything about him. He claims to be a scientist and somebody that's really into spirituality and all that stuff. Um, his ex-roommate came out online and claimed that this person was not a good person, um, that he sacrificed her dog to a blood moon and then left the dog that he adopted with the old roommate and just picked up all his stuff and left and is just apparently a unwell person and that obviously made people very concerned for Amanda since she's been very publicly struggling the last few years people want her to be surrounded by people who are going to be good influences for her so it raised a lot of questions about her podcast host However, it seems that she's going through with the pod. They're going to continue filming episodes. She claimed to be filming a new one this week. So we'll see how it goes. And I mean, I'm excited to see that she's actually productively doing something. Amanda could not do anything for the rest of her life, and that could be justified for her. However, people are concerned for her because they're saying that this person... Um, might be trying to get close to her to take advantage of her and obviously she's been in a vulnerable state so hopefully everything works out for Amanda I hope her podcast as well I I've been listening to the first episode I am very interested to see what it's all about in celebrity breakup news so I don't know if you follow sister wives I haven't watched sister wives in um, years but um, Cody Brown, I saw an article that says Cody Brown is all in for monogamy because the rest of his wives left him. Um, <laughs> I don't watch Sister Wives. I haven't. I think my mom has watched a few episodes just when it's on. And that's kind of how I used to be. But I just can't. OK, I love me some trash TV. We all know that. But that's beyond me. <laughs> Um, but Cody is nasty man. He's disgusting. The fact that he got these women to stay around 
him for as long as he did. I have no idea why. Um, I'm pretty sure the last wife is going to leave him too. He, uh, ugh. Um, but I just saw that article. I also saw that Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner are reportedly donezo, um, which I know his fandom was really pissed when they started dating um, for no other reason than she's just a, a Kardashian, I guess. Um, so I guess fans will be uh, glad to know that they are supposedly, reportedly, not together anymore. Um Cardi B finally kicks Offset to the curve. I mean, they're kind of on again, off again, though, right? Um, so apparently she went on Instagram Live. Um, I did not see this, but apparently she went on Instagram Live and told all of her fans that they shouldn't wait until 2024 to change their life. And she said that she wants to eliminate dead weight. And shortly after that, uh, it was reported that they are done. So honestly, I have not been a fan of Offset um, for a while. Obviously, he has cheated on her again and again. And that whole incident of him doing that big apology gesture, like the giant cake and stuff, and having it rolled out while she was performing was just... I can't believe that that happened. I mean... They would have never, they would have never allowed that to happen if it was him performing, I feel. And that just made me so, ugh, just disgusted. I can't remember when that happened, how many times he had cheated on her, but it just, uh, she needs to move on and find a man that is going to treat her right and not just go and cheat and then think he can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to beg for her forgiveness and all of these grand gestures just recently for her birthday she was posting on instagram that he like filled this whole room with flowers and balloons and blah 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 and this huge grand gesture and found this art piece she wanted so badly in paris and bought it for her um all very expensive and grand gestures of love but all of that means nothing when you're going behind her back and cheating on her the very next second so Good for you, Cardi. Good for you. I know people are probably also tired of all the Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake drama, but since her book dropped, people have been reporting on that too. And I thought it was really funny because, you know, when Britney does her Instagram rants and just goes off in the captions, she recently came out and dragged Justin Timberlake. Um because I believe he has a Vegas re residency. And so she said in her book and has said publicly that she is not a fan of the song Crimea River for obvious reasons. The song is about their breakup. It very much paints her to be um, the villain of the story, which now we know is not exactly the case. Both of them were off doing their own thing and it was just a very chaotic relationship towards the end. However, the song depicts it to be very one-sided and it led to Britney being villainized in the media for years and years and she didn't say a thing. She didn't say a thing until this book came out. Um, but anyway, she gives zero Fs, as we know. And apparently, Justin performed the song at his residency um, right after the book came out. And he, the song started playing, and he said, no disrespect. 
and then sang the song. So Brittany retorted on Instagram as she does best in her long captions. And she told the story of how Justin would cry when she beat him at basketball. Which, if you didn't know, um, Britney Spears played basketball before she became very famous and she loved the sport. And so she basically told that story and then afterwards says, no disrespect. I know everybody's tired of that drama. That's my childhood though. Like, Britney and Justin, uh, I loved them. I'm so sad it ended the way it did. I'm sad about, you know, the book basically confirming that. I'm here for the Instagram drama and I can't help it. So Sydney Sweeney has been in the news a lot recently with their co-star Glenn Powell and they are filming a rom-com together called Anyone But You and I believe they've been on location filming it blah 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 and there's been rumors of them hooking up or sparks flying or whatever and it's a big thing because I think one or both of them are engaged, have girlfriends, boyfriends engaged. Um, but I, I don't know, that seems to be swept under the rug for now. But apparently on set, um, there is a scene that she had to do with a spider. I have no idea what the plot is of this movie, but it's this big ass motherfucker, <laughs> this big ass spider, a huntsman spider. And supposedly it's a trained one they had on set and there is a clip circulating on the internet of her and she's got the spider on her and it reportedly actually bites her she's screaming for like bloody murder and it's not funny but it's kind of funny because they're filming the clip and obviously they just think she's acting really like doing amazing on the scene but the spider is actually biting her, and I can't think of anything more horrifying. Uh, let's see. So they're on set in Australia. Apparently the spider can kill you, so that's horrifying, and I feel terrible for her. Anyway, the article I looked up said um, uh, they are venomous, but apparently not strong enough to hurt humans, so maybe she would have been fine, but anyway. She was quoted saying, The spider actually bit me in the middle of the scene, but nobody called cut because they thought I was just making a very dramatic, interesting choice with the scene. <laughs> anyway, the movie comes out December 26, apparently. Matthew Perry's cause of death was revealed. Um, so uh, as that was reported a few weeks ago, tragic, the Friends star, Matthew Perry, passed sadly. Um, and it was revealed to be related to ketamine, which is a new drug that is used to help treat depression, apparently. And it's like kind of all the craze with the celebrities right now. And um, the weird and sad thing is he was quoted as saying he hated the therapy. Um, and he said that ketamine made him feel as if he was dying and it must be how dying feels like um, and I believe it's typically given in a medical environment where you can be very closely monitored because of the effects of it and it was said in the article I saw at least that he 
had doses in his system that were much higher than what would have been considering the date of his last session. Um, And it was high enough to obviously make him pass out and he was in his hot tub at the time. In happier news, this week Hillary Duff announced that she is pregnant with baby number four. Holy crap, four babies. She started really early. Her and her husband, Matthew Coma, I've said it before as well. They crack me up. Um, She must have an amazing sense of humor because he is so ridiculously funny and always roasts her online. Um, But her old co-star, Allison Stoner, who is also a Disney Channel star, they starred in Cheaper by the Dozen together in 2003. So this was like right after the Lizzie McGuire era. The show starred Steve Martin as their father. And obviously it was about having 12 siblings. And um, Allison Stoner, Allison Stoner commented on her Instagram and said, only eight more to go to complete the pack. That sounds horrifying to me. (laughs) Another internet tidbit I saw today actually was in regards to K-pop. I love me some K-pop. Blackpink is my jam. Um, This is in regards to a group called Red Velvet. I have personally never heard of them, but they are making headlines because um, they performed in North Korea for the first time this is like the first time since 2005 i believe that south korea has sent one of their pop groups to play in north korea as we all know um things are not the situation is not great with north korea but they were sent to perform in the capital in pyongyang and they even met and shook hands with kim jong-un and obviously i saw the clip they They look kind of stressed, not going to lie. I'd be stressed too. And they were performing in their full-on, not full-on, they actually dressed a little toned down. Um, The most skin they showed was maybe like two of them, I think, had long shorts on and then like thigh-high boots, which is actually pretty scandalous for that area. Um, But you're not allowed to sing in North Korea. You're not allowed to dance. Women publicly, uh uh-uh, that's a big no-no. Um, but so that, I thought that was very interesting news. One of my favorite and saddest, um, it's not even, um, a mystery or anything like that, but is the Otto Warmenmeyer. I don't want to butcher his name. So let's, let's look it up. Otto Warmbier. Um, he was a famous, not famous, but he was an American college student, um that went to north korea on one of these organized trips apparently you can do that i don't know if you can still do that or not but i believe it's the only way you can actually visit north korea is if you're on one of those trips and a tour guide is with you the entire time and he on his he was in line to go back home from this trip and he decided he needed to have a souvenir and he ripped down a flag or a poster or something um, of one of their political leaders to keep and um, they took him and he they put him in jail they put him in work camp and he eventually was transported back to America he had fallen into a coma 
And um, to this day, nobody knows why. Um, Apparently, he was well taken care of when he was sick and unconscious. But I mean, how does a young 20-something, 23-year-old boy go into a coma and never wake up? Anyway, so I find all that very, very, very fascinating. So um, it's interesting that they would allow the K-pop stars to go into North Korea. So Madonna, she's touring again. I know she had that weird mystery illness a while back. I don't know if she ever came out and said what it was, but she's doing great now. She's, how old is she now? 70 something, touring looking amazing you go girl um I I did read though um at one of her concerts she did show up on stage three hours late and people were pissed but she was supposed to perform in Palm Springs I believe in January and I think she was kicking off her tour there or as one of the stops something like that but it ended up getting rescheduled for whatever reason and I saw the other day that it was being rescheduled for March should I go that's my hometown and it's I don't want to say right down the block, but it's a very close drive for us. So maybe my mom and I, that's, we had so much fun at Taylor Swift. I think it would be iconic, iconic to see Madonna. And I regret, like, I regret not seeing the Spice Girls. Uh, I hope they do a reunion. Um, But yeah, should I go see her? (laughs) Nicki Minaj finally drops new music. Pink Friday 2, it was dropped, I think, last week. Um, and people were really excited for this because she was reported to be doing a collab with Billie Eilish. She's on top of the world right now also. And then it kind of was similar to when Taylor dropped her album and people were excited for the collab with Lana Del Rey. And then they were upset because she was basically only featured in some of the chorus. She didn't actually sing a verse or anything like that. So Nicki Minaj dropped her album and people found out that Billy didn't actually sing on the album. Nicki sampled some of her music and rapped over it. So her famous song, When the Party's Over, is featured on her first track. It's called Are You Gone Already? And Nikki raps over the song. So people were a little disappointed because, I mean, yes, it is a collab, but generally when people announce they're collaborating with somebody, it's expected that it's going to be new and fresh and the artist doesn't come in and record with you, record their own verse. Um, I haven't listened to the whole album yet, but I loved the first Pink Friday. That was, I believe, the album that put her on the charts. Um, her first album that wasn't mixtapes, um, but it was the first one is very well received. So it makes sense that she would do a Pink Friday too. I don't think she's come out with music in a minute. I thought she had retired, but Nikki is the queen. Um, I know there was a feud between her and Cardi B for a while. Oh gosh, I loved that drama. I thought it was so funny when they were on the red carpet together and Cardi B tried to throw a shoe at Nikki (laughs) and Nikki was just unbothered. Anyway, that's about all the celebrity gossip I have for you this week. We had a lot on the agenda um, this week, so I hope you enjoyed it. 
I can't believe that next week's already going to be Christmas. I got my Christmas nails. I'm obsessed with them. And I will see you in the next episode. As always, thank you so much for joining me. If you want to check out some of our merch, the link is always in the description. If you want to check out my YouTube channel, the link is there too. I have so many videos coming that I need to get edited, put together, and it's really exciting footage. So if you want to follow me there, the link is in my description as well. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.